0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing What the BL, which is actually the name of our offshoot podcast, which has all our BL dramas, our will, that we have reviewed, our will by this Sunday, peeps. I'm telling you, I'm getting them all transferred over there. Some of them are there already, but Anna has been a bit busy with some other stuff, which is going to be announced shortly in another podcast, which is super cool and exciting. I'm just telling you, peeps. You can't wait for it. Are you going to have to? So, anyway, but why the BL? Okay, I'm doing this podcast because I think it's time I explain my reasons for doing reviews on BLs and why I watch an excessive amount of BL drama. And actually, I just started watching BL drama in July and I'm going to explain why Anna likes it. Because there seems to be two different camps on BL Dramas for people who like it. And there seems to be one camp for people who don't like it. And so I just want to discuss the three camps as it were, with their tents and their little flags flying and explain why I fall into the second camp of the people who like BL drama and why I really think that people who fall into the camp of not liking BL drama and not wanting anything to do with it maybe need to reevaluate their flag just a little bit. I'm just saying. So anyway, BL drama. BL drama seems to have originated in Japan. It's also called why drama. It's mainly popularized by the manga, which again, I'm not going to be reviewing any of the manga for BL dramas that are based off of because I don't know enough about the mangas to really give an informed opinion one way or the other. So we're going to leave the mangas to the side. We're only discussing BL drama, films, series, etc. in this podcast. There seems to be two different types of people that like the BL drama. There seems to be basically what I would call extremely young kids in high school who happen to be girls who somehow fangirl the BL dramas. There are many reasons for this that I could go into and try to pick apart why they like it. To be quite frank, I have studied this out in great detail and I'm still not quite sure why we've got the young girls who are fangirls that fangirl the BL drama. The only thing I can say is that they seem to like the actors who are in the BL dramas and fantasize about them. I'm not trying to be bad. And this seems a little ironic to me considering that this is a BL drama which isn't about guys who end up with girls. I'm just saying it's kind of a weird little thing here. I'm not sure what's going on. And they actually have fan meets for the BL dramas which again the girls get to meet the actors and I'm just going This is weird, peeps. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe it's a cultural thing I'm just missing here, but it just seems really weird to Anna. So we have the fangirls in one court. Then we have the people who are kind of Anna's age. I mean, We're not in our early 20s. We're not in our late 30s. Okay, we're in between, as it were. As Oscar Wilde says, many women have remained 35 of their own free will for years. And the importance of being earnest. And I'm not 35, not even near it. But anyway, I'm just saying, there are women who are like me, who are, I'm not saying they're all like high-functioning autistics who are extremely analytical. But they kind of fall into the camp with people like me. And they like the BL dramas. I don't see a lot of guys who like the BL dramas. In fact, guys seem to be very anti-BL dramas, which I think is kind of funny, and I'll have a little diatribe on that a little later in this podcast. But the women who are around my age, who like the BL dramas, tend to be pretty smart women. They leave very incredibly cohesive, or coherent reviews on Vicky Rucatan about why they like this drama. And their reasons are usually airtight. I mean, if you want someone who can make a good argument, you should read some of the BL drama reviews on Vicky, That's all I'm saying and see if you can get them to make an argument for you. But the reason that Anna finds this interesting is I do fall into this camp. I am a woman in my, you know, 20s, 30s, thereabouts, who is kind of analytical and pretty, I mean, I'm not, extremely intelligent but I do think things through very thoroughly and I was introduced to BL drama actually this July with Love Life on the Line and I only did it because only watched it because I was curious because a ESL student who was a guy told me he thought they were silly and so I thought you know I don't know anything about BL drama so before I make a decision one way or the other I'm going to study this out. So I actually watched Where Your Eyes Linger, and I had to concur with him on that one that if I were watching South Korean BL dramas, they are tending to be silly and surface deep and not very thoughtful. And that's no offense to South Korea. I really like South Korean dramas. I just think they really need some help with their BL ones. It's like they're doing it to put it on a shelf to say, we've got another BL drama. And it's like... You do things for a reason and your litmus test should be to do things for quality, not for quantity. Again, a digression there, but I'm just saying. So I really did get my ESL student from Korea who thought BLs were all silly and stupid because he'd probably seen some like Where Your Eyes Linger, which would leave you with that kind of opinion or Because of You, which is another one that came out from Korea in 2019. However... I then went from exactly from Where Your Eyes Linger to Love Life on the Line. And that is one of the most well made BLs I have yet to see. To see, it just came out this July, literally. It was on Vicky Rukatan as an original feature. It is from Japan and it is exemplary in its portrayal. And the characters, the acting is brilliant. So. I decided I was going to study at the top a little further because I'm like, well, you've got Where Your Eyes Linger on one side, which totally get that not being something you want to say is cool. And then you have Love Life on the Line, which is the antithesis of Where Your Eyes Linger. And then I discovered the history series, which actually it's kind of like a lot of things in my life. I saw the history series on Vicky Rucatan this spring and I was like, nah, 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 nah. Because I have seen some Thai film, and the sound effects, etc., and the the use of, like, emoji kind of characters throughout the film sometimes really made it so I wasn't really an appreciative person of Thai drama. And then I decided to try the History, because I thought, you know, it was one of the few BLs that was available on Vicky Rukaton, which is what I have access to. And so I decided to watch it. I watched History 1 one two and part of three and i was completely and utterly unimpressed i mean absolutely unimpressed then i decided you know i'm going to try history two just because maybe it'll be better and history two right or wrong completely enhanced my view of bls along with love life and the line i put it over there in that category now we had three total duds over here plus we had um crossing the line which i also consider somewhat of a dud um some people don't which is fine but it's not the quality of history to right or wrong if you watch it you'll totally understand what i'm saying so we had two positive over here and we had like literally six negative over here so two different kinds of genre, two different kinds of quality within the same genre which happens all the time peeps i mean Rom-coms. You've got ones that are very excellent in quality, and you have ones that suck brick. Okay, same thing in BL's, except there seems to be a lot that suck brick. And I'm not meaning that bad about anybody and their ability to make film. I'm just saying there seem to be a lot, and then people judge the entire genre based on the quantity of the ones that kind of suck brick instead of the quality of the ones that are high production. And... I think that's really, really wrong. Because if you're going to judge something, I think you should judge it by the highest quality material in that genre. Because that should be your litmus test. So again, I continue to watch BL's. I found several other series which are excellent in quality, like um, Love Life on the Line and History 2. I'm currently watching um, Love by Chance 2, which is not nearly as high of quality, but I love the character of A. And not in a romantic way. I mean, he's just such a dear person in Love by Chance One and Love by Chance Two that he makes the entire series worth watching. Even though there is some adult content in that that you might want to skip. Um, not it's just kids in college being idiots. And this is why my boys will never live in a dorm. Okay, with a roommate. That's all I'm saying. So we have love by chance one and two we have history to right or wrong we have the um love life on the line and i'm now actually starting the soda series i'm not particularly impressed with that but again i'm not going to make a judgment call on it till i've reviewed it and i'm also watching together with me the next chapter which i do really like together with me the next chapter corn and knock i like these They, they're, i don't know i just like their characters And I also like that it deals with really relevant issues that are difficult, but sometimes necessary to deal with. And that's why I like it. So anyway, we are going to finish that um, series of reviews on the episodes as well here shortly. But I decided last night I'd do something interesting before releasing this podcast to the universe on why Anna likes BLs, even though there seems to be a lot of stigmatism attached to BLs because of the, the fangirls. Okay, so I googled. Why do women like BLs who basically aren't fangirls? And what I found was a very interesting and enlightening little series of threads on tapas, actually, which I will include in the description of this podcast. Someone had put on there, why do people like BLs? Just curious, basically. And there were about 15 people that responded. Now, in just so that everyone knows in this review, they were actually referring mainly to BL manga when they were leaving these reviews. But it still applies to BL drama. Almost 13 people out of the 15 said they're stupid, the girls seem to like them because they're fangirling it, etc. And, you know, I think that's true on a lot of the shows, which, again, I don't really like those shows, so I I don't think they should be the litmus test also because they tend to be silly. So then there were two other reviews in the entire Tapas thread. And those two reviews, I went, yep, that's why women like it. That's why they have this completely other department over here that is like antithetical to the fangirls who like BL drama. And the the two people that left the review said, you know, The reason that I think BLs are popular is because when I sit down and watch a rom-com, usually at the end of the day, the two lead characters, a guy and a girl, end up fighting. And the guy is berated because he's a guy, and the girl is berated because of her femininity in the argument. And when I watch a BL drama, that doesn't happen, basically, or when I read a BL manga. And I'm sitting there going... And they said, you know, that would be completely not possible because you're talking about two guys. And I sitting there going, My goodness, that is one of the reasons I like BL because you know, as a educated American woman, I really don't like sitting down to a rom-com that has a woman who is portrayed as being, you know, not analytical. Completely losing it at her partner because of something that, in my opinion, I'm sitting there kind of siding with the guy on and sitting there going, I really get the guy. I don't get the girl. And, you know, I don't think I'm alone in that. I mean, our podcast is made up primarily of women that we do here at Check It Round Table. I think 70%, 30% guys. Thank you, peeps. But anyway, I think a lot of women who listen to this podcast would totally get when I say that I don't really like a lot of American film because of the way they portray women. I mean, women are portrayed as not these amazing creatures that we are, and guys—I don't mean guys—are usually portrayed pretty okay, but the women are not. And I mean, don't we? If I'm going to spend time watching something for fun, I'm really not going to sit there watching something that portrays my entire gender as illogical or not linear or when trouble comes berating the guy for being logical and linear. I mean that's just not something I'm going to do. So this is again another reason why when I sit down and have a spare moment that I want to just sit and watch something fun that really isn't going to, you know, um be for just, you know, review purposes, I'm probably gonna pick a BL over another kind of genre just because I don't have to sit and watch the gender wars ensue. And I'm not trying to be bad here, people. I'm just saying I had never really verbalized it in that level, but I had to concur with the person that left that post and say, you know, that's one of the reasons I really relate to BLs. Another reason that I really relate to BLs is typically they involve engineers and Typically, they involve very linear people who if they do have an argument They tend to discuss it more like rational adults than I see in the rom-coms and I'm not saying that because I really wish we had rom-coms where people discuss things like linear adults and that when the woman got upset the guy She didn't say you know that's such a guy thing you did or when the guy got upset the girl He said that's such a girl thing you did because quite frankly it really should have nothing to do with one's gender. It really should just have to do with the character of the person. When we have an argument, we don't need to be sitting there, you know, pointing fingers at someone simply because of their gender. That seems very, very wrong. I mean, really. And so this is one reason I personally can completely concur with that person who left that little review and say, that's one reason I like BLs too. The other thing is there was someone who left a much shorter review near the top of the page, I believe, who said, you know, one reason that I think people like BLs is because they hit the tough questions right from the start, whereas rom-coms and other genres don't. And I'm sitting there going, you know, that's a valid point too, because in most of the BLs, the people who end up getting together at the end of the day tend to have those really tough discussions right at the beginning of the relationship before maybe they're even a couple. Not even as a couple format, but basically as two people just talking as friends saying, you know, I've had this happen in my life or I've had this happen in my life. And then they come to the table and sit there as, you know, two people and go, this is how we're going to work this out. This is how we can deal with this issue. And they discuss it in a way that isn't really discussed in rom-coms. I mean, in rom-coms, usually people just get together because they like the way the other person looks, and they don't really think anything about common interests, common goals, um, character. And I don't mean it weird. In all the BL series that I can list that I think are cool, like Love Life on the Line, um, history to right or wrong, love by chance, the people who end up together in those series tend to end up together for very good reasons. I mean, it's like compatibility reasons, character reasons. I mean, I could go on and on on the list here, which you know me, I can digress if you listen to this podcast at all. But... Those are the reasons that I think people should be together, if they're going to be together as a couple, that might lead to a lasting relationship. And I really wish we could see that in something other than the BLs, and we could see people getting together for those reasons in something other than the BLs. But unfortunately, I'm not really seeing that in most genres, and that seems kind of a pity to me and I really wish I could. So if anyone has any movies that they can think of that fit these criteria that are not BLs, please drop us an email at what the BL, um, what the BL, I'm sorry, no, excuse me, that's our BL podcast email. Drop us a line at checkitroundtable at gmail.com, and we will definitely do a review on it if it is like that, because I really would like to see some examples that aren't BL drama of these kind of characterizations. Unfortunately, I'm just seeing them in the BL, and that's why I tend to like the BL. So, I'm just leaving this little review because I really don't want people to completely think that I'm one of those fangirls, because I'm not. Honestly, I really never have gotten the fangirl thing, whether we're talking about people liking Brad Pitt or people liking Mean and Plan from Thailand. I mean, it just doesn't, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm going... It's completely kind of illogical on many levels because number one that person is probably with someone else anyway and number two you're not ever going to be with that person so there's no point in fantasizing over it. I mean I'm sorry here but again logic takes over and I just don't get the whole thing so that is my opinion the other thing I think is very interesting about this genre is when I talk to guys about it they get very very defensive And the thing is, is I'm not exactly sure why that is. And it might just be the guys I've talked to, because I've heard on the internet, there's some guys who go, you know, I like watching the be because the character development's good. Not because, you know, I'm a gay person. I just like watching the character development. And I really think that that is probably a very healthy thing. Whereas the guys who are really defensive about it, I'm going, if you're defensive about something, I really think you need to question why you're defensive about it. It's like, Brian Andres said in his quote about lines, and I think I discussed this in another previous podcast, but if you don't know Brian Andres, you really, really, really should check out his Story People books. They will change your view on life. There are very few things that I really think that about, and that is one of them. But he has this quote about a woman who has a line in her life, and she says, you know, I have this line, and this other character says, why do you have that line? And she said, well, I have this line because I made up my mind that this was my line. And then that woman looks at her line and goes, but maybe it's time to have a new line. And I think when we get defensive about something, when we say that, we you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da about whatever, we need to really question our defensiveness on any subject, whether it happens to be BLS or the fact that we don't want to try a new type of food. I mean... If we're defensive about something and it makes sense then totally honor your defensiveness but if we're being defensive about something because a we don't know a lot about it or B we are somewhat I don't know freaked out by it in some way then I really think we need to probably take a step forward when we want to take a step back and I'm just saying that as a generalization about life in general and what I have seen personally because if we're being defensive about any subject then chances are we have some problem that is blocking our ability to process well on that subject for this case I'm talking about V.L. dramas and I think it's interesting because it really shouldn't matter. Um, on any level. No, some people have religious beliefs that prevent them from watching BL dramas and, you know, respect religious beliefs. Do what you feel is right in that area. But on the other hand, I don't think if you're doing it because you're freaked out about it, or you are defensive about it because you don't know a lot about the subject, then you probably need to study it out and make your own decisions. It's like, I believe it says in the Old Testament it is the um, honor of kings to search out a manner If I'm going to be giving an opinion on something, I'm going to study that thing out. That's one reason I'm not reviewing the BL mangas or giving an opinion on them. Because I really haven't studied that subject out. And until I study a subject out in totality, I'm not going to make an informed decision on it. So... No BL Manga reviews are going to be on this podcast until Anna reads them. And quite frankly, I don't see that happening because I don't really like reading manga. I read some manga, but not a ton in a bunch. I'm actually releasing a couple of my graphic novels as manga, which is a funny little side note on Webtoons in Japanese, which you can go check out if you want. But um, I just really don't quite get a lot of manga. I think for me, it's mainly because it's fiction, and I tend to read nonfiction, and so it's a little hard for me to make that adjustment in my reading habits, but I did like Your Name. I have read The Girl from the Other Side to Book 7, Saturn Apartments to Book 5, Your Name the entire series, and let me see here, what else? I actually have Orange here at the house to read because it looks really cool and actually has a movie that was spun off of it. And a lot of the Japanese movies I like, some of them have been based off of mangas. So I enjoy watching the movies, I just really don't like reading the books for some reason. And it's not because the artistry is very elaborate, like if you've read the Bride of the Water God series, the art in that series is incredible. So I really appreciate the artistry. I just really can't get into the whole manga thing really, personally. At this point in time, you know, you never know, five years down the road I might be a manga fiend. But for right now, I'm I'm just read round fiction really. I am actually, for the first time in my life, reading Harry Potter: The Sorcerer's Stone. I'm going to do a review on this at the end of the week after I finish it, but um, pretty much nonfiction. But this is my review of BL drama and why Anna likes it and why I think it's worth people considering watching who might not usually watch it and my reasons for that. And again, make your own decisions, come up with your own lines, and then also have the courage to maybe step over the line and consider something different, whether that's watching a BL drama or, you know, making changes in your life that you might not otherwise make because you had a line. And I think that's kind of the way to look at life love life on the line is one of the first real dramas i ever watched was called but there you go and with that on and out check it at the round table bye oh little addendum too. Okay, I'm sorry. I was going to put this in, but I'm not sure I did. So I just want to circle the dragon one more time and say one last thing about the BL dramas. It kind of goes back to the section I mentioned with the person who wrote that they don't have the gender wars. Well, the thing that I really, really, really like about the BL dramas as well in Thailand are Japan, like Love Life on the Line. I haven't seen any of the other ones, so I really can't give it a, a praised review of those that's valuable, because I just don't watch a lot of J-drama. But the thing that I think that these films from Thailand bring out is like in American BL movies, which we don't have a lot of them, but we have some. And I have not watched a lot of them because I don't really like watching American film that much. It's just not my thing. But it seems to me that a lot of the American films are about someone being gay or lesbian, and then going out to find someone who's gay or lesbian whereas in the Thai dramas that's really just kind of a side note kind of just not really even that much of a consideration and I don't mean that bad but what happens in the Thai dramas is you have an individual who goes out lives their life does what they need to do day to day and then they meet someone who has the same common interests, same common goals, shared values. And then they decide that that person also likes them. And they decide to have a life together. It's really not about their sexual orientation as much as it's about the interests that they share and the commonalities that they have. And as a viewer, I really like this kind of consideration more than what I'm seeing in the American dramas, because in my opinion, I mean, it's not like when we watch a rom-com, we sit there and go, the person sitting there evaluating the other person going, well, I'm straight and they're straight, so we're going to be a couple. I mean, this isn't something that we discuss in rom-coms, but for some reason, when we have BL American dramas, it seems to be kind of at the forefront of those, and I just really don't see why we should do that. I mean, if we don't do it in the rom-coms, why are we doing it in the BL ones? And I think that that's one of the reasons that I really like the Taiwanese BL dramas and then also like Love Life on the Online, the J-drama. Because it's not really about the sexual orientation as much as it's about the commonalities that the two characters share. I mean, yes, they are homosexual couples but that's not what's at the forefront of the conversation what is at the forefront of the conversation is that they happen to be couples who care about each other and that's and the commonalities that they share and so that's what I think really makes them different and why I like them and with that on and out after that lengthy digression and that almost half hour podcast check it at the round table bye